Yo, what's going on? Welcome to episode 72 of the WrestlePurist podcast. I'm joined today by Manny the Hooper. Our first lady makes a big comeback, Isra, better known as Rollins, as some of you guys may know her. And of course, Ibu of WrestlePurist, better known as Backup Hangman. He's having a rough hour. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's finally finished crying. He's finally, you know, he's cleaned himself up and... You know, he's ready to maybe talk about the CM Punk stuff. But first, please like, subscribe, send Super Chats if you're feeling generous. And yeah, man, we're going to get into, obviously, this recent CM Punk post, his primary story. Uh, we're going to get into Dynamite, specifically the Vikingo versus Kenny Omega match, which was unbelievable. Uh, and and anyone, anything else that comes up for the next hour or so before Ring of Honor starts. Um, but yeah, man, first things first. Isra, our first lady's back again. It's been a minute since you've been on one of these Thursdays. How you been doing? Yeah, I'm here to be the uh, diversity uh, addition because it's the first day of Ramadan. Ramadan Mubarak to all the Muslims um, in the WrestlePure galaxy. Um, you know, inshallah, it's, it's easy for all of us and we get through this and it's a blessing. Um, hopefully, we're going to get Ibu to convert to Islam and not just be a Twitter Muslim. Um, we're gonna work on that, <laughs> but yeah, it's been good. It's actually been like a pretty good first day. Like, usually, the first day is like smooth sailing, then you know it's gonna be a month. So, alhamdulillah, God bless, God bless. Uh, Manny, the Hooper, you know, there's been some news that you're excited about. We're gonna definitely get to that at some point today. But, uh, how you doing, man? How you doing on this Thursday evening? Um, pretty tired you know i just got out of work like a while ago <clears throat> uh i don't really care about the cm punk stuff i just think it's funny <laughs> going on twitter and i see like i'm scrolling to twitter and meltdowns. I see the, the meltdowns <laughs> and stuff yeah i still think i still think he's coming back but whatever um it's about it oh somebody at chick-fil-a spelled my name put maddie instead of manny pretty no. upset about that i because she said this yeah. manny right she said, uh, I said, Manny. She said, Manny. I said, no, Manny. I, I t- we went back like back and forth like five times, and she still put Maddie. Um, she probably deserved it, you know. But, Ibu, I hope you've composed yourself. He was, uh, he disappeared on us for a minute, bro. Like, the CM Punk story went up, and the screenshot got sent into the group chat, and you just went into hysterics, and we didn't hear from you, and that's why we're late, because... Ibu disappeared, bro, after crying and saying that he might not do the podcast because he's not mentally fit for it. And, uh, yeah, man, I, ho- I hope you've composed yourself. <laughs> bro, he, he, he literally said in the chat he might skip the pod. <laughs> but Ibu, man, how you doing? How's it going? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Come on, man. You got it, bro. It's content. You're here now. You sign the contract to show up every Thursday. You, you bro, you gotta work, you know? You can't, you gotta throw, you gotta do some holds, bro. You gotta throw in some high spots. So Assalamu alaikum, everybody. First day of Ramadan and I, I have not eaten any food. I have not drinking any drink. Uh, and yet, yeah, neither have I, neither, and it's not that serious. And neither, neither thing has even been remotely the worst thing to happen to my body in the last 24 hours. 
Um, <laughs> oh man, it is the uh, live chat loves it. It is uh, it is it is uh, quite the afternoon. Um, and uh, <laughs> fuck your homie, he dead. Fuck your homie, he dead. Fuck your homie, he dead. Most of their ass got hit in the head. Fuck your homie, he dead. Fuck your homie, he dead. Fuck your homie, he dead. Most of their ass got hit in the head. Yo, hangman. Hangman. What happened? For months. For months, I had to deal with this nigga. Texting my phone. DMing me on Twitter. CMFTR's coming back, little bro. CMFTR's coming back. Punk's back. That's why FTR's coming back, bro. Everything else they're doing is smoking mirrors. Don't buy it, bro. You're going to be pissed when CMFTR comes back. Hangman. Hangman. What happened? What happened is... What happened? What happened was... Certain false goats uh, were threatened by the imminent happenings, and they took measures to make sure that uh, he's gone. He's not here no you know, more. Man. I just want to say, hey man, so did a hit, a man did a hit and run, bro. That's crazy. Hey man, a bigger man than CM Punk. You know, he's putting his body and soul over the company right now. You know, unlike CM Punk. Yeah. I want to throw that out there. Ibu, do you have any form of response or reaction to uh, being thrown to the fire like that? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> in wrestling, the good guys don't always win. In fact, they often lose because to succeed in wrestling, you can't be a good guy. And uh, regardless of what the public sees or knows or thinks, um, it, it's obviously true and known that, you know, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, is a flawed person. He's a very volatile individual. He's somebody who, uh, you know, he's had his blow-ups, right? And he's, he's rubbed many people the wrong way. This is undeniable. It's documented uh, historical fact, right? Um, regarding this new situation, and we'll obviously lay it out for people after this, but uh, at the end of the day, the good guys don't always win, and, and the carnies, if you're good at being a carny, uh, they're usually the ones that come out on top, and Oh, we lost you, Uber. I don't know if you've uh, jumped off a cliff. Oh. <laughs> the one thing I'm going to say about CM Punk is we lost a, lot of, a lot of great men are flawed. You know, just look at uh, Michael Jordan, God. Um, God? <laughs> Stop. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Was it, did you need to be like Kobe or like, you know what I mean? just like God. Um, hopefully Hangman comes back and he didn't actually throw himself off a cliff because, uh, you know, I don't know if you could tell by the tone of his voice. He's very let's, deflated let's, uh, right now. Let's inform the audience on what we're talking about. What was said Absolutely. in this CM Punk story? Because okay. I didn't read it. I saw yeah. a lot of words and I was like, the last thing I want to do is read the CM Punk got to say about anything. When, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, um, Okay, so basically, CM Punk did that comment on an IG story yesterday about how he was reading Steve Kern's book and Coco Beware and Steve Kern had an argument back in the day and he writes in the book about how Jerry Lawler got him in the office and made him 
get over it immediately. And it seemed like kind of a shot about how everything in AEW and all that's been um, handled. So there was all that discourse yesterday, which then led to like Dave and Brian on Observer Radio earlier on today. Uh, well, last night, technically. Um, and they were kind of just talking about the situation. And Dave brought up how, you know, CM, Punk, CM Punk's triceps injury, which he apparently picked up at All Out before the brawl and the media scrum and stuff. Um, he said that that's, you know, it's coming up to the time where he's going to be healed, basically. And, you know, it's getting close to decision time for Tony Khan. Like, is he going to bring him back? How does he bring him back? And uh, he kind of looked at it in the sense of, if he brings him back, it will have to be something that the locker room is happy with, you know, because if 80% of the locker room doesn't want him there, then it's just never going to work, you know. But if it's just a small minority, small minority that's very vocal, then maybe he can make something work. So, like, again, there's been more discourse today as well with all of that sort of stuff. And then, of course, the CM Punk story on his Instagram, which he posted and deleted after about a minute. Um, I'll put it up right now. Actually, I'm just going to read it out because that would take way too much effort. Okay, so as the story reads, CM Punk said, Sorry, I wasn't clear to come back to wrestle yet. Then the plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxie's Rocky Free idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie. I thought the idea of the movie sucked. But if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked if Tony I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I'd need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could be just a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. There were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health ever again. So it's quite loaded. You know, <laughs> um, you sound like he had a lot to get off his chest again. Uh, <laughs> a lot to get off his chest again. Um, so yeah, I, I, I on, prefer man. he did that. I prefer he would do that on a on a podcast because it's not that I can listen to. It'd be awesome. What's up, Ayo? Today is a great day in history. Hey, man. Don't ever let a fuck nigga tell you I'm not tapped in. What did I break yesterday? Live on the Russell Pierce Dynamite pre-show. Monty, what did I say? I did I didn't I not he say Punk didn't want to come back? <laughs> he said a lot of stuff yesterday. Yesterday. I said it yesterday. I said it yesterday. Punk did not want to come back to AEW, bro. He said he was crying about his foot or whatever. What breaks today? Hey man, y'all keep y'all keep pretending like Mouth is a liar. He's just bring he's just making shit up. Uh, is is Big A your Meltzer's source now? Did I source Dave that information? Or is this what the locker room is telling people? I don't talk to anyone in the elite, bro. That's all I gotta say. I don't talk to anyone in the elite. Go and watch your podcast yesterday. I said it. He's a... Uh... Wonder what I wonder what's triggered him so much was saying today, about though? someone he never experienced anyone saying they would lose to him. They wouldn't lose to him. Wouldn't so, lose um... To him. Okay, so the the whole thing that he's talking about, the Rocky Free idea, so he's, of course, talking about the pay-per-view match with Mox. And obviously, if you remember, in the build to that, Moxley squashed Punk, remember? Um, and obviously, there was the whole thing when Punk was really, like, dejected and his coach fires him up and he takes the match and he eventually wins. That's all, like, very Rocky-esque. Very, very Rocky-esque. Um, apparently, this is all Moxley's idea, though. Moxley apparently didn't want to just lose straight up to... Um, Moxie apparently didn't want to lose straight up to CM Punk. This is according to CM Punk. Moxley has so much better 
Mm, oh, I can't say what I want to say. Yo, I feel like I'm very censored right now because I'm fasting. Um, I feel like Moxley should have more pull because he literally helped build AEW from nothing. Mm -hmm. So if he says, I don't want to lose to this guy who just showed up and capitalizing off of my hard work and the elite's hard work and whoever else came here first hard work, then he has that right. So who are you to be like, oh, like, how dare you? Like, I don't understand where that ego comes from. Because, like, when Punk came back, he had, like, this whole like i don't know what you would call it but he was basically trying to make himself out to seem like he came back humbled and like he just wants to spread positivity mm. love and light why, and then, why, why is the big bad wheat holding me down why won't the wheat let me wrestle with my friends get the fuck out of here nigga. get the fuck out of here <laughs> now, anybody who's buying that shit, bro you just as deranged as that nigga is come on bro grown-ass man 40 years old 45 years old what are we doing here it's uh Low key, the so misunderstood. Like, I think, I think the thing is, I think he's not. Um, I don't think he's like mad particularly Maxley. In sense that I think he just wanted to get it out there, but it wasn't his idea to lose like that, and he wanted to put it out there. But Maxley um, didn't want to lose to him straight up because obviously the contrary has been circling around. Um, but this is the thing that we've punked, bro. Like, you can't keep getting triggered by the rumors and shit, you know. Um, because that's what led to the media scrum, like ordeal, you know, and that was basically the root of it, you know, like all the shit going around him and uh, Colt Cabana, and then that led into him going on a tirade about the elite and the rest of it, you know, uh, and now this. It's like, again, I, I don't know how true it was, but it's like Dave and Brian earlier were talking about, you know, like the locker room will have to, you know, accept Punk if he is to come. <laughs> man, he, man, fuck's sake. Um, the, the locker room will have to accept Punk to come back. And it's just like, then he drops a tweet fucking calling Jericho a stooge and he's saying, Mux didn't want to put me over straight up. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, and this is why hey, he brought hey. in and disappeared off the podcast today. and when when mox was when mox was elevated in his position when mox was elevated to front office with his new contract does do any of y'all remember what hangman said about mox remind us what he, said. he said he was a real adult in the room who was all about business so you let me know is, is mox a freak now too is he a receda boy freak now too because he's on the wrong side of punk the thing is, though, Israel actually does have a very good point in the sense of, like, Moxley carried the company through uh, Punk's injury and stuff, and he was, like, the guy to give the ball to, you know? He was, uh, you know, he was, like, he's Mr. AEW, you know, especially in 2022, you know? So I kind of get him being, like, okay, I don't want to just fucking hand the belt over to Punk as soon as he comes back. Uh, I still think the Rocky Free thing was a little bit, even even as good and as memorable as the CM Punk A Steel promo was, it's like it would have been. Wouldn't it have just been better if they just done two pay per view matches instead or something? You know, instead of just doing like that rushed dance. It felt weird. Like, have been the way matches yeah, I know, but it's still. So then we just never got the second match. You know, that's His just how it probably would have gone. You know, I'm um, not gonna retroactively change what happened. What happened during that week span was fucking electric. It was awesome. I still think yeah. about it time to time. What's yeah. your favorite part of the promo or the actual squash? Like, what, what fired you up the most? Or when he said that they've been trying to kill me since the day I was born. Yeah. 
this is what I'm here. So it's like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's really tough because I still think that the way that they've done the squash was like weird in the sense that like you're about to do, you're giving us the pay-per-view main event a week or two before you're booking it anyway. So there's that part of it. And then it's just, you know, it's just obviously now we know there's politics and shit, you know? So it, it wasn't, I don't know. I, don't know. I went into that pay-per-view main event thinking, man, how's, how's Punk going to do it, you know? And, you know, and he did it, you know, he came out on top. Yeah, he did. No, it was it was great. Like, especially no, that pay per view main event was at that time one of my favorite uh, AEW World Title matches. You know what though? We have got loads of super shots that we need to get through, man. Uh, don't know if he's coming back. It's been a minute, bro. Ayo, you fucking you've demoralized him. Go, you bitch. Ass. <laughs> nah, um, you would say you had to pick up a phone call. Actually, Bus- business call. <laughs> business call he's full, of, he's full of shit bro <laughs> anyway, uh, i don't know man look at the uh rob on purest rob of course going on tomorrow 499 super chat appreciate it hey guys cm punk here today we're looking at finding jobs and how to find a job quickly spiteful shit you know um I'm going to fly through these Super Chats, by the way, because we've literally got, like, 20 queued up, man. Um, Rocky Balboa, 499, appreciate it. I've never even heard of this Philip Brooks guy, John Moxley, the go Italian stallion. Oh, pop. We've got so many gimmicks in these live chats, bro. Murph, just being very spiteful. Zebra. <laughs> <laughs> just appreciate the $10. People, over, but, uh, you're letting Murph rejoice and, like, tap dance on your grave. Like, how do you feel right now? Stand up. <laughs> Uh, like really? Uh, right, Darren Cagey, I think it is four ninety nine. Oh my Kenny god, Vikingo. what happened to Evil? Kenny Vikingo was an all time spot first up there with the Lucha Bros books, Ricochet Osprey, and the Unbreakable Triple Threat. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was incredible shit. Like we're gonna definitely get into it a bit more in depth, but I think uh, I think everyone pretty much agrees. No, I was I was saying this last crazy. night to the guys, and this is no disrespect to you, Darren. <laughs> But I was saying this about Ibu, but I guess it could apply to a lot of people. Is some people just don't like exciting wrestling. Like they just want to watch like a boring white man working the arm. <laughs> yeah. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. You know, say. But some people like watching exciting wrestling. So. Fucks. Yeah, man. I, don't know, I think he probably even many years though. Spot first. I think as well. Like when we say sometimes when we say spot first as fans, it's it sounds inherently bad because that's what people. It's a, it's a, it's a loaded comment. Yeah, so it's like, um, I, don't, I, don't yeah. Even think, I don't even think that match was a spot fast. I mean, they did spots in well, there. Oh, it definitely was. When I think of a spot fast, I think of like a quick sprint or whatever. It's just, it's nothing but spots, but they didn't, in that match, they did do a spots, but I mean, they also did like work each other over and stuff like that. Yeah, so. 100%. 100%. This is what I mean again, though, boy. Uh, when people say spot first now, sometimes it gets taken as negatively and it doesn't always mean... I don't even know... I don't even think this comment here is meant as a negative way. Like, um... Obviously, he brings up, like, the Lucha Bros, the books, uh, the Ricochet Osprey match. Like, these are all, like, um, consensusly, if that's a word, great matches. Um, okay. We are looking up Jericho's Instagram. Rob's telling Ibu to cry, wipe his tears, etc., etc., etc. Just so much Ibu slang. just posted a picture of just uh, Matt Hardy's delete thing. Oh, God. Um, Murph, my, my YouTube again, 499. Appreciate it. Punk got to sell his 
LA house. Ha ha ha. Gonna have to move in with Rob Fair. That's crazy. It's uh, <laughs> crazy. Uh, average drink biscuit enjoyer. Nineteen pounds ninety nine. Appreciate you very much. That wasn't There is a little echo. I think it. Ah, yo. How my headphones on? Hmm. It might be easier. Turn your laptop down a little bit if you can. Look at the shock face that she's froze with. <laughs> Happy days. Okay, average drink biscuit Man. enjoy nineteen pounds ninety nine. Um, elite law back on top. The American nightmare finishing the story next week, and that bum Chicago Phil sitting at home crying with his ugly ass dog because he can't handle the Ayatollah of rock and roller wrestling. Is beautiful. It seems like you're enjoying your shit right now, bro. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Darren Walker five pounds. Last two weeks, no women on flagship show until now. Very happy Israel's on tonight. I stand with Anna and Israel and the rest of women at Resol Puris. Always shouting out the women's division. Darren Walker is appreciate the five pounds. Um, five dollar super chat uh, from Jose Mourinho. Honestly, I'm punk. I'm afraid I cannot speak. If I speak, I'm in trouble. Always coming in with those ones. Berkey one ninety nine. Someone please send CM Punk a Home Depot application. That's very spiteful. Um, Hi, I'm Aiden. Two dollars. This is the funniest day in wrestling history. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Parker, Adhilio uh, del Parker, <laughs> one ninety nine. Papa, is it true? CM Punk is a little bitch, Papa. He's not here to answer, bro. Tuesdays, man. Um, Showdown Spurs Hall of Fame running from AO. It was good shit, bro. It was good shit. You know, he had to get his shots in before Hangman just. You know, he ran away. He ran, bro. Yeah, he ran away, bro. Proudest little boy. Ran away like Ran away like Cody. Didn't, is that actually what he said, Ayo? He said he said he had to take a business call. <laughs> no, he did. Sorry, he's never said that ever. <laughs> like, yo, he's in a bad way right now. Anyway, Willie J. By John Stephen, uh, five dollars. Even the darkest night will end, and the run and the sun rises. CM Punk is the second coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Stay strong, Ibu. He will rise again. Oh, oh. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. You know, we'll see how. We'll CM see how Punk is literally a cult. Like, what is this? <laughs> that was yeah. That is a very uh, concerning super chat. You know, cat <laughs> uh, great event. Ibu, two dollar super chat from Charles on Spurs. He'd be just getting shit kicked out of him tonight, man. Uh, JC, £4.99. <laughs> Congratulations, CM Punk, for once again successfully killing his career because he couldn't do this in the elite state on top. Cook. I'm so happy, bro. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, into bro. Because they can't be like, oh, it's the little Reseda crew now. It's like, oh, Jericho. Jericho's always a fucking carny. Da, 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 da. Now say all that shit about John Moxley. You know Say it all about John Moxley, bro. You bitch ass, parasocial ass CM Punk fans that can't see this mentally ill, fragile ass nigga for what he is, bro. Y'all did it to yourselves for believing him. Hey, I don't even feel bad for y'all. I feel bad for your mothers because they oh, tried shit. their best. They tried their best raising you. Yeah, and you still ended up the way that you fucking are. Look into the mirror. Look into your, look. Look at yourself. See how your life turned out. Back a real wrestler, nigga. Get a job. Take a shower. Go for a walk. All that shit. Ayo, AW in the chat. Ayo, AW in the chat. Rob, you're gonna at least introduce yourself. You pop up here with your little. It's a real nigga talking right now. Hold on, Monty. You know what's very fucking funny to me? 
is that when y'all was reading off that whole essay that Punk posted, he said, I've never been used to being told no before. You know what CM Punk is? CM Punk is that little white boy in school that always got told yes, but nobody ever told him no. And the moment he got told no, he threw a fucking temper tantrum and walked out the fucking building. I don't, I don't know if that's what actually happened, but yeah. <laughs> that is you, know, get, you, get, you get your shit off, bro. It's one of those nights, so, you know, everyone's going to get the shit off. So. Oh, my uh, God. Bro, ba- oh, shit. Ibu's back. Ibu. You okay? Oh, my God. What's up, Ibu? You done crying? What's going on, everybody? He's too. He's not even like biting. You know? He's just. He's just. He's just sad. Anyway, on this fly through these super chats, we got a dynamite review to do. Me and Manny want to talk about knowledge. Why is, you know what I mean? Why, we've is, got, we've why got... is AO here? Because bro, he he's got the password. <laughs> That's is that, the even that, that is the actual simple answer. Who, um, who, who's was that in between me and uh, me and Isra? Me telling Rob telling you to cry. Why are you here? Because I wanted to hear you cry. Because you walked on out. Air. Like Punk walked out. Right. I, I didn't walk out. Guys, 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 guys. Why are you here? Chats. We got because chats. I... Ibu, shut the fuck up. CM, $5. What's Pepsi Phil doing in the power zone? That is crazy. Uh, <laughs> that is crazy. Ricky, 499. Ibu, I know this CM Punk news must be pretty tough for you, man. Just know... Like always, you always have my shoulder to cry on. I got you. Don't worry. Love heart. Um, he needs that support right now, Ruku, so we appreciate this is really you. really sad. Um, yeah, man. It is. It is. It is. Mazfan84199. I can't believe nobody ever refused to job to Punk. Um, I'm sure they did early in his career, man. Like someone, you know? Um, Jack of Donnelly, $5. Do you need to do a welfare check on Ibu? Bro, he nope. was getting, it was getting close. It was getting close. Um, Young Dende, no, 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 I appreciate it. See, I'm drunk in the mud. See, I'm, see, I'm drunk in the mud. Kenny Omega held together by super glue and wishes was and wishes 12 times the worker he was. Chicago, Philip eating dirt, gonna go super kit a dog to celebrate. That is crazy, bro. You know, I do not condone animal violence in any shape or form. But I understand you're excited, brother. You know, um, far five triple two, the legend, of course, of the super chats coming in with the big $50. We appreciate you so much as we always have done. Um, Ramadan Kareem, Punk in the Mud, AW back on that 2019 wave. The E in AW is elite, and we elite gang gang. Punk has become what he hates in the end, an old hag trying to scratch that last itch. We don't need that old man. Mark's an honorary elite, <laughs> Mark's an honorary elite member. <laughs> Mark's just dropping hella super kicks and shit now, you know. Um, even though, even though he's just put the books in hospital, you know, <laughs> he's an honorary elite member on the Twitter. Um, appreciate the fifty dollars super chat as always, though. Far, you're a legend. Um, Griff one ninety nine. I hear Tyrus needs a new challenger in the NWA. These NWA shouts are, you know, they're tough, bro. You know, uh, we're nearly at the end, guys. Uh, Kimo Sabi two dollars. CM Punk, welcome to dishwashing at the Country Buffet. Spiteful. Um, <laughs> Why is the Ring of Honor here? Derek Gordon. Derek Gordon, $5. Mox was not about to just hand the belt back to Punk. After all, his hard work could not have his rank count because it was interim. Yeah, this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier. Like, I kind of get why Mox might have been a bit uncomfortable just having Punk come in and just beat him, you know? Um, yeah, man. I guess... You know what you were saying earlier, Iowa, like you don't think the punk fans will like, the punk fans won't turn on Mox. I think it's like 
Marx hasn't got involved in like the pettiness of it, you know, like the Twitter shots and the blah blah blah. He just simply didn't want to do a job in the way that he done that job, you know. Yeah. And he did, and in the end, he did. You know, we did eat a pin, so it's just kind of. I don't know, it's, it's, it's different to the, like, the other guys that we see on, like, that a lot of other people, are, you know, you see on Twitter just doing the tweets and the little shots and obviously Jericho would be shots on podcasts and shit like that. It's just, uh, I don't know, Monk, uh, you know, Monk's is a, Monk's a real man, you know. Uh, <laughs> your best <laughs> your be- your best friend, David Michael Harwood, Dax Harwood, $5. I, re- I re-signed thinking my best friend Phil was coming back. What do I do now? I pray, yeah. I pray to God that they didn't put Penta Pinkley yet. Uh, they were just waiting for Punk to mosey on in. I don't, either. I don't know how I feel about that story. That they're gonna just do what Punk does. Look at Dax, bro. You're a dick riding demon. Of course you're gonna do whatever. No, Punk does. no, I don't know, bro. It just seems a bit far fetched. Don't you think? Amen. I mean. He's only just met him. <laughs> it's not like Kenny in the books. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're, only, they're literally met in AEW. Like, it's not like... I don't think I don't think Dax had a father figure, so, you know. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck it all, man. Not too much on every, the father list. Every... But, yeah, I'm going to save a couple of Super Chats for later, man, because we need to we need to keep it moving. And, you know, we appreciate them, as always. You guys are going crazy at the moment. Um, we've got nearly 300 people in it. Apparently, Ring of Honor Wrestling is uh, in our chat waving yeah, at AEW, us. Bro. AEW Ring of Honor, thank you for being at the Wrestling uh, – sorry, the Wrestle Purist podcast. Uh, if this is your first time, uh, welcome. You know, get settled, and uh, hope you guys enjoy uh, our review of your show. Yeah, yeah man. Hopefully, hopefully they don't hate us, you know. Um, but yeah, keep the super chats coming. I will get to them at some point during the show. But we need to dive into this dynamite review real quick. Um, yep. So yeah, man. Obviously, dynamite. The big thing going into the show was Vikingo versus Kenny Omega, which was main event in. Um, that was kind of like I said. That was like the big, big thing going into it. What everyone was like fired up for. But they did still have a good show, uh, and we're gonna go into it. It opened up with Sting's in ring return. Sting, Darby, and Orange Cassidy versus the Butcher Blade and Kip Sabian. Uh, you know, it, it's always cool to see Sting. You know, I didn't think the match was the most exhilarating thing in the world. You know, but you're going to open up the show with Sting. I'm not going to complain too much. Um, Manny, what did you think of this? Because I know this is one of the parts of the show that you caught and uh, you have some things <laughs> that you were saying about it. Oh, AEW was in the chat. Yes. Uh, uh, the main event, man, that was awesome. I mean, not the main uh, event, the open of a sting, bro. Oh, Jesus <laughs> the opener, man, I thought uh, everybody was saying it was like a vibe check, man. I just, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It wasn't actually like it was sting, so I'm never gonna hate it, you know. But like, it wasn't. It wasn't the it most exciting me. opener of all. Yeah, those, those electric vibes put me to sleep, man. I mean, that's what happened. Mm. Especially, especially the opening segment. Everybody's going crazy about the elite and all that. In the opening segment. I, I don't know. I just, <clears throat> I don't know why everybody is saying, huh? Man, you weren't into the opening uh, angle with the elite in the in the in the um, ambulance. I could. I couldn't take it serious. Nick Jackson was trying not to laugh while he was in the in the journey. <laughs> <laughs> he's a beast, you know. 
That's I, pro I, that is pro wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Nick Jackson on the stretcher trying not to laugh. And <laughs> I loved it. I, lo- I love who done it shit, bro. That's my yeah, favorite. yeah. Look, wrestling shit, wrestling mysteries, show opening angles that unfold throughout the night and get developed. That, that's that's the stuff that for you know twenty five years has always helped with ratings, has always helped with interest. Uh, so I, I was I was into that. And, and as for the opener, Monty, I know you and Manny are talking about like the, the worker wasn't anything particularly crazy, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like just something about the red, white, and blue ropes. Yeah, and, and Stinger doing the Stinger stuff in the red, white, and blue ropes. It just the vibes were right, man. You know what I mean? It just it had me in a good mood, and yeah, it's man. just it's just Sting, Darby, and Orange Cassidy being themselves, beating up some shitters, house show style. Uh, I, I was a fan of this actually. I actually kind of dug this. I think this is uh, probably uh, as good as it's going to get for Kip Sabian in his career, frankly. Uh, bumping for for the Stinger. I'll tell you exactly what I texted Monty. <laughs> at, uh, at, at He's up five minutes PM. into the show. Seven fifty-five. Seven fifty-five PM. Monty, this show fucking sucks. And then, <laughs> what time do you send this? <laughs> After the first yeah. hour, <laughs> bro. He's a uh, man. Man, he's tough to please with this modern wrestling these days, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, I won't. I won't say what Monty said, but. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I don't know. The show, Monty, the show Monty probably half agreed with you, unfortunately. I did. He did. He did half agree with you. I said, I said that the <laughs> Stu Grayson and Mox matches need to hit, and they did. Why so, is this? Still, no, that's not what you said. Why is this still going on, mate? No, 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 I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't use that yesterday. I, I was. I was. I was in the. I actually thought the first hour was the best stuff on the show until the main event. Actually, no. Uh, let's was, keep plumbing for it. You know. Uh, okay. So wait, 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 wait. No, no, we didn't hear what... Isra, did you see any of this? Did you, do you have any opinions on any of this? I have none. Okay. Yeah. Bro wants to... <laughs> I'm just curious. You know, it's, it's... You, you're going to ask Rob as well, bro. Like, what, what are we doing? Oh. <laughs> Rob shouldn't even be here. He wants to have, he's, like... He's, uh, he's, he's not scheduled or booked, and I'm not paying him for this, so no. But yeah, so, it's also we do. First of all... Also we do. You don't cut nobody checks. I cut so, everybody's checks, including you. You don't, you you don't, don't do this. Also, Ibu, first thing yeah. as well. Yeah. So, okay, we've got a load of segments to go through. We don't need to go like all the way around with everything. Of course, of course. Like, oh, okay, so like, for example, right now, there was a four <laughs> pillars promo recap. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. We, we all, saw it. We all right. saw it last week. I've got no opinion on it. I don't think anyone here has got any opinion on it unless someone wants to speak up now. So we're going to move on. And. Then there was a Kenny and Vikingo video package, which kind of felt like a middle finger to the discourse all week. Um, yeah. It popped me in that sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just Excalibur kind of explaining what happened, really. Like Kenny Omega was meant to face Vikingo last year for the AAA Mega Championship in AAA. And it didn't happen because he was too beat up after the uh, dropping the title to Hangman. And now we're getting it two years later. And it was just a simple explanation. And obviously, he right. tells the audience that. Vikingo was a world. He's a world champion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's right. this exciting talent, and there is a reason for them fighting. And yeah, you know, like I said, it seemed like a middle finger to the discourse. I think without the discourse, the we probably story? don't get the video package. You know, but what's the story? <clears throat> but yeah, then we had the guns versus top flight. Uh, <laughs> we were saying yesterday on the pre-show, so you know, it would be nice if this was like a great little. 
you know, showcase match with the guns, but just don't think they've got it in them, man. Uh, and after the match, FTR come out, obviously, after the guns have won and defended against top floor, FTR come out and they want to challenge for the tag belts. Guns don't want to give it to them because FTR have nothing to offer. They go back and forth a little bit and FTR put the career on the line. So it looks like we're getting a FTR versus the guns with for the belts versus career. Um, but not career, AEW career, should I say. Um, it's funny because Manny will know this for sure. Like Joe, Joe predicted this like a month ago, you know? Oh, yeah. It's been a while that he's been saying it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe said it for ages. I couldn't get past them, both of them spitting on their face. Like, I would have, like, shoot the hell out of you. And then just, like, let them go. Like, I would have, like... That's because they don't got that dog in them. If they had that dog in them, they would have been involved and brawl out. Because I, I don't think not. it was that heated for anybody to need to be spitting on anybody. Like, that was just, like, they just they just wanted to spit on them. Right. <laughs> Nasty business. To be fair to Dax, he couldn't do anything. He had that big needle in his knee or, like, you know, a couple hours before. So. Uh-huh. Doc Sampson with the roller. He always makes sure it's in the fucking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> always, every time, you know. Um, yeah, Ibu, I know you're a big FTR go so am I, but do you have anything to add? Um, with their post-match uh, promo? Yeah, with- you can comment on the match as well if you want. But <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to say about the match, but uh, regarding FTR and the guns, um, I like the stipulation. plays on a lot of the uncertainty about their future. And to me, mm-hmm. on paper, when I first saw it, it seemed like, uh, you know, it's, it's a way to add big, high-stakes drama match they're going to have next week. And they're mm-hmm. going to triumphantly salvage their AEW run and win the tag titles. It's going to be nice. Oh, they're going to lose. Uh, my thing is, like, you know, it does add stakes, and, and people are saying it's like, unpredictable. But, like, to me, it's like there's no possible way that Tony Khan would allow these guys back on their TV uh, to just leave again in a few weeks. I, I just don't see it. Uh, I'd be my jaw would be on the floor if they lost the match. Before uh, question, um, yeah. Before FTR took the hiatus, did they lose? Yeah. Yes. So yeah. they already they lost, lost everything, and then they came back trying to win the titles back. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they lost. I was gonna say it could be like one of those situations where, like, oh, if you go out, you have to go out on your back. But they already went out on their back and came uh-huh. back, so that probably means they're just gonna win. Yeah. yeah. So. It seems like, um, you know, from the Robs, the AOs, the Chris's of the world, you know, who, you know, you know, like the people who can't stand FTR. It's like, it but they also can't stand the guns. So it's like, pick your poison. If they, no, no, if they are losing, I need them to get pinned, not by Austin, because Austin's a good one. I need them to get pinned by Colton Gunn, because he's the bad one. <laughs> Yo, Austin's the one that I can't see it, man. I can't see it myself. Uh, Colton's the taller one, Israel. Austin's the one that raps. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I just want to know which one of them rap. Because I heard That's it. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think I'm pure should should review one of the one of his raps. I'll try to push a weird armpit tattoo. I'll ask the people on the account of the, Yeah, ask the people. Ask the people. Do another poll. Um okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh FTR, it looks like they're putting up their careers with about some um, It'll be interesting to see how good of a match FTR can get out the guns, you know. That's kind of where I'm intrigued. Uh, 
kind of like kind of like what you were saying. I am expecting FTR to win the belts. I was about to say like from the people who really dislike FTR, who were kind of like thinking it might happen that the the loser the guns on the way out. I just I think it's a little I think it's a little bit of wishful thinking. I don't I can't see it myself. Uh, next up, we had Jay Cargill cutting a promo with Mark Sterling saying how Taya Valkyrie can't use her jaded finisher because it's her intellectual property and they're going to send her a cease and desist and <laughs> Layla <laughs> Gray is going to wrestle um, Layla Gray is going to wrestle Taya on Friday, I believe. Um, or is it it's Saturday this week, isn't it, Rampage? Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, no, just another another Jade promo. something that we've seen a million times before. Sterling's back with Jade. He was kind of fighting people over Twitter on it. And, um, yeah, man, Taya versus Jade. That's gonna. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. You know, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, okay, this is what I want to spend a minute on though. Hawk versus Stokely. Yeah, some real, some real fucking grabs, you know. <laughs> Stokely coming out in the fucking <laughs> African Power Ranger outfit, like I loved it. Nation of Domination. Outfit. Nation of Domination, bro. I loved it. That was some real shit, and uh. Oh, that was a- they're not the little speech before fucking <laughs> the little speech before the match. The and doctor. then <laughs> the doctors know, and you know, it's a wing stop receipt. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it's probably one of the only genuinely funny people in wrestling, I think. Um, yeah, I love Stoke, bro. Like, like, I think every time we talk about one of his segments on it, we're just like, we love Stoke, we can't wait for him to like get bigger and better things as the uh, gun, etc. He's just the man. Bro, like middle of the match, he goes, "I ain't a killer, but don't push me." That's Tupac. That's Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tupac. He's, bro, he's nah, so I didn't really see the whole thing. I saw a gift of uh, <clears throat> Stokely trying to do like an Euro- European uppercut, and he just like bounced off hook. That was mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. Stokely ate a lot of uh, a lot of bumps. He did, bro. yeah. He was bumping the, the secrets on the outside. He's one of them, like Paul Heyman type of bumps, where like yeah. you know he fell on his back a couple of times, but no, he ate like and, a few mm-hmm. pretty rough bumps. All those, all those years in the PC, man, they finally paid off. You know, all the bump, <laughs> all that bump taking. Those forward rolls, you know. <laughs> those forward <laughs> rolls. He learned a lot, bro. You know. So, so uh, he was probably wondering his whole time while he's in AC, man. Why do I have to keep taking these bumps? I'm never gonna have to take bumps, and then. Freaking Tony Khan booked him in a hardcore match with a hook. You never know when you're gonna get the call, bro. You know, stay ready, don't get ready. You know. I want to watch the wrestle now. I think the best stuff is like the the stuff that happened after with Isaiah Cassidy on Twitter. Did you see that? Or no, like the, the after party and shit. The after party, and then Matt Hardy was watching uh, Isaiah Cassidy's live stream from a strip club, and he's watching it and he's celebrating with them from like the the hotel. And then Stokely walking down the that hallway, and everybody's laughing at him from Rio to Sat Down Scene and all that. It's awesome. Good shit, bro. Uh, again, Stokely, I find him legitimately like one of the only actually funny people in wrestling. Um, but yeah, man, Abu, you got anything you want to add to the Stokely stuff? It was a good time. Good time. This is probably the least. <laughs> Bao has ever spoke on a podcast. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think he's ever went like one podcast without going like in depth about every single talking point. He's like, it was all right. Like, 
Are you good? You, you, know, you know, you know, it's a game. Look, you see, you see, when Ibu first came into WrestleCurious, and he's this big, he's this big Twitter account, and he's he's got he's got a bit of an ego. And he, so we've got to check him, and that's what we've done over the months. Israel, when he waffles, we pick, we pick up on it, we tell him about it, and now he knows how to pass the ball. You know. And now I know when we need him to talk less, I'm just gonna make him cry before the podcast. Yeah, okay. you, know, you know, you know, is like, like uh, drop every Thursday. WrestleFirst is like uh, the WWE in that uh, <laughs> they have a knack for making people who became stars outside their system uh, pedestrian. And if it doesn't happen right away, they will beat it into you until you work, you work, the, hard, work the hard cam and, you know, Wait, remember that you're nobody. I thought you were the president. I, I, am, I, I am the president, but you know. Fake titles, fake titles, fake news. Oh, uh, Trump and Biden and them, they never pulled up to the stand moping. Really? Not uh, my president. Mm, mm. Came, that nigga pulled up to the podium with a smile. Said, it's your culture, bro. <laughs> it's your culture. Listen, enjoy. You guys can enjoy quiet Ebu for today. You know, next mm. week is another. Let's go. Wait, so wait, so wait, Ebu. So you're just gonna sit there quietly throughout the whole podcast, and no, you no. think you deserve to get paid for work? No, I didn't say that. I will always say nothing always, and do nothing. We're gonna reward laziness now on the Russell Pierce podcast. I will always work for my money, and I will give the fans a good match, and I will do it. Let's kick him. Um, <laughs> but what I will say <laughs> is, enjoy this because in T minus nine days, Montel, in T minus nine days, oh, uh, Roman cool. Reigns yeah, is man. losing. The WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. Oh, oh hold on. Okay. No, 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 no. We're not talking about that today. Listen, Roman retains when Big Rome retains. Not just because of Ramadan. Not going to be able to eat for a month. Like, really not be able to eat for a month. You're not even going to talk for a month. You're just going to be, like, literally in, like, real depression. Like, you think you're not talking today? The shell of a man. Big Rome. <laughs> but, yo, that's, when a, that's another day. Ibu's Ibu, open. Might as well end your life. Ibu's open the whole can of worms. We're not talking that today. We carry on Night with AEW Dynamite because yeah. this is the AEW Dynamite review show. Next yes. up, we had Tech Nine spotted in the crowd, which is a part for the hip hop fans, of course. Uh, pop. pop. Adam Cole, uh, he came out. We hear from Adam Cole. He's about to cut yeah. a promo, and uh, Daniel Garcia comes out. Uh, he comes out and he starts cutting his promo. And I think at first, I think a lot of people were kind of expecting like a surprise or someone who was just out injured or, so, you know, like something worth building a surprise to. And, you know, you see Daniel Garcia come out and he's like, okay, cool. But he killed it with the promo, bro. He killed it, I thought. Uh, he came out there and he, he sold me on the match, bro. He sold, he sold himself and he was a dick and Adam Cole went back and forth with him and it was just good, simple shit, really. You know, I really enjoyed it genuinely. And uh, again, I've been sold on the match, which is happening next week. Adam Cole versus Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Shout out Daniel Garcia because he's just coming along as a TV presence. Like, yeah, he's a great wrestler. Yeah. Like, he's a really great wrestler, especially for his age. And he's so far ahead of his age. Um, you know, but also just as a TV presence over the past year or so, like he's really grown and developed, man. So shout you know, out Daniel Garcia. A lot of people like shit on it when he joined the JS and became a quote unquote sports entertainer. But mm-hmm. like when if you notice last night when he goes, I, I, I'm I'm one of the best pro wrestlers, and he stopped the whole mm-hmm. crowd like gasped. Everybody was like, oh shit. 
So, like, it's really been getting over. And I don't understand why the people who are asking for it to be over are still crying, to be honest. But, yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of this matchup. I'm a fan of this matchup uh, because I never expected Jay White because he is probably going to the World Wrestling Entertainment. And when I'm thinking of other potential opponents for Adam Cole, a lot of them didn't move me that much, particularly, to be honest with you. I don't like Adam Cole. What I can say is that Daniel Garcia is quietly one of the better workers in the entire company. I'm very excited to watch this match. Great opportunity for Daniel. Um, after a, a more yeah. subdued push in recent months, after what they were doing with him in, in, in the early fall. So I'm happy for him. And, uh, you know, frankly, I think he could show that uh, that Adam Cole kid a thing or two in the ring. So I'm looking forward to watching Okay, all right, bro. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's just a safe matchup for him. And yes. Dan Garcia doesn't really do any explosive moves, so Adam Cole doesn't have to worry about getting his head banged. So, you know, it's going to be Yeah, they'll have, they'll have a safe, good match you know like they won't do anything too crazy because that's not in daniel garcia's nature you know they'll just they'll just tell a decent little story for 10 15 minutes cole will get the win garcia hopefully will look good and get a bit of a rub from it and um one thing i also noticed what i want to say is like garcia did not feel out of place um going back and forth with cole which is a huge testament to him especially when you look at how far he's come in such a short time he's great man he's great um yeah, like Rob right. said, the crowd the crowd treated him like a, like he was a big deal. So I mean, yeah. that, like you can tell, nobody on the timeline was mad that the university came out. So That's it just shows where. Yo, Murph, yo, holy shit! Murph was being embarrassing, bro. Like I know, I don't know. Adam Cole's his like favorite. Adam Cole's like his favorite wrestler, and uh, mm-hmm. for those that don't know. And uh, he was expecting him to be like facing fucking Kenny Omega, or you know what I mean, or like Jay White, or fucking, you know. Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. And, uh, he, he, you know, we got Daniel Garcia in our group chat. Most of us popped. And Murph was just crying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no fucking way. Not it just, like, bro. It's funny because Murph, like, you, <laughs> you bring up any other wrestler, you'd be like, oh, I like that wrestler. You bring up Daniel Garcia, like, oh, I don't like him. <laughs> he hates technical wrestlers, bro. It's, 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 it's unfortunate. Uh, when this guy Murph yesterday said to me that, the one guy that absolutely needs to be on Forbidden Door above everyone is Adam Cole. I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> that was so nasty. Like, <laughs> he does, bro. He's what. He's just what he does, man. He's a, he's a sick. He's a sick child. He's a sick child. But yo, one thing before we carry on as well, uh, we've got we've had a really really good viewership for this. Um, yeah. Obviously, the punk news has you know it's boosted us a bit. People want to see you be crying live um, and all that good stuff. But please give the video a like if you haven't already. We want to get those likes up that do help out. So it only takes you a couple of seconds, and we do appreciate it. That's why every YouTube channel asks you to like, because it does help, you know. So please give us hit that like button. Subscribe if you haven't already. And, uh, you know, we, we appreciate all the super chats, and I'm going to get to those very shortly. Um, but continuing, AW Dynamite, John Moxley versus Stu Grayson. Um one thing I love about Stu, me and Manny were talking about this before we went live. Like Stu, like yeah, he's yeah, he's a good wrestler and everything, but like he, with the way he wrestles, you cannot visibly see how he like wrestles his ass off. You know, like he fucking goes for it, bro. You know, <laughs> he's, he's just he's like the, on, he's like the, he's like the visual like representation of he's working his ass off. Like you can just like, yeah. like, right. like, like, right. like I saw I saw Monty before the show like. It, the match was kind. Of, the match started off kind of like disjointed because like 
I don't think Mox was prepared for him to go up, like go at 100 miles per hour as soon as the match started. And it took them a minute to where Moxie caught up, but once they caught up, the match became really good. So, yeah, Stu's great. Glad he's back in the fleet. Cool stuff, man. I don't have that many thoughts on the match. I just feel like anyone that works with Mox is literally like a cheat code. Mm. Like, I don't think Mox is capable of having a bad match with anyone. Right. Juice Robinson. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that, but I... You can't... No, it's not, it's not bad. Right. It's not bad. It's just... It just shouldn't happen. You know, it's just Wait, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the AEW one or the... Yes. Yes, of course. I'm talking about the AEW one. The other ones are really good. So, uh, oh, shit. Um, okay. If no one's got anything else to add, we'll move on. It was a good match, though. Shout out, Marks, and shout out, Stu. Um, happy to see Stu back, you know. Good for him. Uh, Ricky Stark's promo. He cuts a promo on the aforementioned Juice Robinson. Um, Sassy promo. Yes, a sassy, sassy promo on uh, Juice Robinson. He said he, he calls him out, he's challenging him, and we'll see what happens. It looks like they're going to be wrestling pretty imminently. Uh, yeah. I already, I, I don't want to be like super reactionary and like a doomer, but I can already feel like this feud like dwindling, Ricky, a bit. <laughs> like, Bro, yeah, he, he actively, visibly does not want to be in this feud. Like, he is not happy to be in this program. Cry about it, then get over, and, and you know. What do you mean get over, bro? That's what he did. <laughs> That's what he did. I don't know. Oh well. Look, oh, I know look what happened. He's not over no more. So I don't know. just wait for Juice to carry him to a good match, and people will just put it all on it. Yeah, Sorry. if we get a Ju- if we get yeah. a Juice Robinson legacy game, you know, that's that's a different thing. But uh, yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Bro. I don't think there was an there's a need for a Juice. Rob- I just think that match was bad with Mox. I just think it was a bad match. I don't think there's a need for a legacy game. But yeah, and then like a month later, yeah, no, but he's running AEW, and it's been very like yeah, very bad. Just, I mean, he only, had, just yeah. he's just a guy, you know. He had an okay match at Darby like a week later, and then he had a really good Samoa Joe match a month later. I mean, that was on Ring of Honor, brother. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, man, next up, QTV. Uh, I ain't really got anything to say about this other than I thought this one was bad. As, 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 I, as I said last week and the week before, I, I'm just not for this thing, you know. Uh, but you know, some people are gonna pop for it. I'm sure some people here pop for it. I'm just, you know, I don't. I'm not trying to be spoiled for it's Ramadan, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Manny, Isra, Ibu, Rob. Anyone got anything to add about QTV from last night? I love QTV. It, it was it was bad. It was a lot worse than the first week. Cry and, uh, about it, nigga. Oh uh, he asked me a question. Uh, you know, this is gonna wear thin, I think, over time and uh, long term. I don't think this is what uh, Hobbs should be attached to. Hmm. Rob, why do you yeah. like it? Like not not in a not in a. Oh, how do you like that way? Like I'm just I'm just asking. Like what I what like do you shitty, like bro. about I, it? I, I, I like I like shitty things, bro. Like I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to tell you. Like this is like camp for straight men. Fair, <laughs> real. Like I don't yeah, want to tell you. I think it's fucking beast, bro. I mean. Yeah. This is like my favorite. I think it's my favorite thing in the last two dynamites. Like besides the match, oh, the on. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, no fucking wrestling, bro. Okay, I can just imagine Manny trying to do a bit where he was like, "Yeah, QTV was better than Vikingo versus bro, Omega." No, I know. I'm not saying that. No, I mean, look, I Monty knows I haven't really been digging AEW, and then 
you know, this the last two weeks, you know, the QTV stuff was awesome, and then the Vikingo and Kenny match was awesome. So I mean, you know, it's nasty. Evil, evil will go. QTV was really bad, and then go. Oh, that Miz TV segment though. That Miz TV. No, we Come on, on, bro. Yeah, Come yo, on. Have you, have you noticed, Monty? Rob will like. <laughs> Don't make shit no, but, no, the, the, no, but Mizzy's too far because I've seen you have the shit kicked out of you for slandering the Miz, you know? So it's like, when, you bring, when you're saying the Miz, it's got to draw a line in the sand, brother. But, okay, okay, moving on. Evil, the more booze towards evil. Okay. Towards evil. Um, next up on Dynamite was Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. Um, yeah, Sky man, Blue, it, please like, let me interview you. I think it will be a lot of fun. Bro. <clears throat> Yeah, man. Anyone on Thank that AW roster, bro? Fucking get in touch, you know. Um, Tony Storm versus Scott Blue. My dream link up. We gonna make it happen. Yeah, man. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll try to push it through. Uh, but yeah, man. They had a uh, they had a, had a nice little match, man. The crowd was into it. They were like, you know, they were there for Scott Blue, and you know, they were booing Tony. The crowd was into it. They were into it, and they kind of had a match and. You know, they've done the typical outcast versus homegrown angle where there's a little bit of brawling and someone makes a save after this time it was Rio with the pole. Um, yeah, man, again, like the, the match, it was a good time. The crowd was into it, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of the bigger picture with this storyline, it's just like, please just do something. You oh. know, like, do, like, go on, go ahead. Oh. I feel like I already, like, checked out of the storyline, like, in terms of just mm. caring about it. Like it was like mm. this edgy thing and they were trying to like make some kind of statement for a couple of weeks, but it's like, how are you trying to be edgy and it's already getting stale? Mm. It's, it's, just, it's just lacking creativity in the there's, angle. There, there's, no, there's no serious lack. It's like a serious, serious lack and of creativity. It doesn't feel like a big movement like they're trying to portray it to be. Mm-hmm. Like adding Ruby to it felt like, you know, they're making some kind of move, but it, it really doesn't feel like much of a movement. It kind of just feels like they're a version of like damage control. Yeah, actually, it, it, it's 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 one dimensional. It's not dynamic in any way, and the angles are just super repetitive. You know, like yeah. they they try to spray someone, the baby faces come out, and then that's it. You know? I what I'm I would in, say. Oh, I thought you were finished. My fault. Go ahead and finish. No, because you paused. I thought you were finished. Yeah, no, I just. I, I, I want to like this more than I do when I don't right now, and it's very disappointing because, because uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I, and I agree because it's like to a certain extent I like the roomy promo that they were doing. I don't like the idea and the fact actually that this this faction is being saved by Ruby. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's <clears throat> it's more of a thing as to where I feel like it needs to be an all around thing instead of a one or two girl group. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, Second, his post-match segments gotta they gotta chill out. Every yeah, week. Uh Tony, anyone in AEW, any fan that may have a direct line to his DMs or something. Tony, please just put just give his just sit down for a week, you know? And just focus on this fucking story and all that you're trying to carve out. Because at the minute it seems like all he's doing is kind of like throwing him on TV to keep it going. You know, and it's kind of just redundantly going. It's like someone will have a match or a promo, then there'll be a little bit of a brawling angle. Like they don't actually do like a proper angle, which alters the story and stuff. Except for the Ruby thing, which we obviously went to with her joining the case. But it's like she has now just become a part of this redundant storyline. So um, it just needs focus and effort and creativity, man. Like 
Right. Let's let's, let's get it going. Yeah, just do something different. Yeah, but okay. Talking of creative and amazing, or whatever you want to call it, Vikingo versus Kenny Omega in the main event. This was labelled as the dream match. This match caused a lot of discourse and a lot of bullshit tweets and stuff. But we don't care about all that because when Vikingo came into town and when he came around and he finally got the AEW debut, he showed out, bro, and he had the perfect guy to show out with. Kenny was a great base in the sense of just fucking letting Vikingo get his shit off and making it look as amazing as possible. He'd done such a good job in that respect. One of the best AEW Dynamite singles matches easily that they've ever done. Um, Vikingo comes out of this with his stock even higher than it was going in. Um, you know, anyone who watched AEW is fully aware of who the fuck Vikingo is right now. Um, just really great shit from both stars involved. Vikingo comes out looking like a million books, and Kenny Omega just adds to his list of incredible, incredible matches. Um, Rob, he was like fucking punching holes through walls and six stars. Six stars. <laughs> Six stars. Anyone who disagrees cries. The greatest AEW Dynamite match of all time. I love Elihu Adobe Kingo, bro. I love that nigga, bro. Like, he's, he's, it's, it's insane. I, I said something about this. I forgot who it was to last night. And I think I said in the group chat, it's just so easy for him. Like, the way he contorts and he jumps and he flips, it's just, it, he does, like, when he did the, um, the twisting, uh, poison Rana on Kenny, that when Kenny was yeah. outside of the ring. It was just like it was so easy, <laughs> like yeah. So, him doing it versus the best in the world currently, Kenny Omega was just so fucking awesome. And the fact that he got such a spotlight and Kenny put him over after the match on TV, and he put it on, they put him over on Twitter after the match is so fucking cool to me. And uh, Kenny Omega for AEW World Champion because they had the highest eighteen to forty nine of the week. So, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, Israel. Um... I'm definitely interested to see what you thought. Cause how many Vikingo matches have you ever seen? Ah, uh, this is the first one. Okay, so what do you think? Um, okay, Vikingo? so first of all, um, AW usually, um, since their audience is not casual fans, they kind of just expect you to know everything. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I felt when I started watching, and like it was happening during like the first Forbidden Door because people were pulling up, and I'm just like, mm, who the hell is this? Um, so I felt like they gave Vikingo a. That's how you say his name, right? Yeah. Period. They gave him a really good welcome and like introduction and like gave you somewhat of like the backstory of why him and, and Kenny need to be wrestling. Um, that's why I think like some of the jokes in the timeline are like really corny. Like yeah. we need to learn how to let some jokes go like in 2022, maybe even 2021, I would say. So I felt like they did a really good job of like, you know, setting that whole thing up. And it was kind of like a spot fest, but it, the way that I perceived it is like, the match was like a novelty. Yeah. Like yeah, we're exactly. getting like one of the best of the world. That's not in the world. One of the best in Mexico. And then one of the best that came from North America going at it. So I kind of appreciated they had a spot fest because they were like, how much can we do with each other in the time mm -hmm. that we have? Right. Um, I wouldn't say it's like the best match from this year so far, but I do think it's up there. Maybe like top five. It was like really fun to watch. That's yeah, my take on that. Here's good shit. Uh, um yeah kenny omega back doing those singles matches those spotlight special showcase single matches i thought he'd done a great job with the kingo what did you think 
Yeah, I, I've been calling for months for see, for uh, what's it called for Kenny Omega to, to wrestle these types of guys. Actually, I, I mm-hmm. literally said ago that I would like to see him against Vikingo and Bandito and Takeshita and guys like that, and that the best way to get them over to an American audience is against Kenny Omega for for multiple reasons. Um, my thoughts on a match of this. Uh, I have the reputation amongst our circle, unfortunately, of being the low man and the low baller and the guy, I guess, not as impressed with the, the, the luchadors. And I don't really know where this comes from, but I went to the match and I was like, I hope I like and I'm watching and doing stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is good. Right? Yeah, this is good. This is good. And then the king started doing some shit where I was just like, yo, what the what is this? Yeah. Like when he when he like ran up the corner and then like back words jumped into like a hurricane rana i was like what and then he like ran up and then did like a what was it a 6 30 splash through the table i was like this is crazy son he spiked kenny on a on a, on a frankensteiner off the top there was a ton of just crazy spots kenny omega gave him a lot kenny omega didn't even do a lot of his yeah, stuff bro. he literally was just like i'm just gonna bump do all your lucha stuff to me and, you know, and that's what he, <laughs> what's up you know what he kind of reminded me of um yeah. It felt you know you know how like Chris Jericho versus Bandido was basically just like Jericho like all right just hit me with all your shit bro you know yeah, <laughs> just yeah. hit me with all your shit and get over yeah. this was kind of like that but on steroids you know because uh it's not even that I necessarily think Vikingo is better than Bandido I probably don't to be honest I think Bandido is like exceptional you know um but uh in terms of like having a showcase like this then you're throwing Kenny Omega into it as well and it's just like you get what you got last night, you know? You get something really special. Yeah, um, I I thought this was such a spectacle. And frankly, at the end of the day, the people that got into AEW, they got into AEW, most of them, they're fans of the elite, and they're fans of the elite because of things like this. I mean, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, having to showcase singles matches against people like this. Um, And so, so it's like, it's not a surprise. This is the perfect setting for this match to get over. And that's really what makes AEW special and unique, and that's why I think they should lean into things like this, frankly, is because you can bring in a guy from Mexico who's super talented, right? Have him wrestle a Kenny Omega. And that's, this live audience is going to respect the competitor, and even if they don't know them, they're going to give them a chance to get over with them with what they do in the ring. Uh, and so that's what happened. Vikingo did his shit, and he wowed everybody and got over huge, and, and now it's a super special, memorable match. I thought this genuinely was fantastic. Uh, like, yeah, it was. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, um, it, it was, it was so great, and the crowd was so into it. It was kind of great in a way where it's like, even if you're not into that shit, you can at least appreciate like the athleticism of Vikingo, yeah. how hot the crowd was. You know, uh, again, even if you're not into that sort of match, which there is, you know, there is some people who aren't. So, you know, but AW Dynamite, man. Obviously, Vikingo again, the Vikingo Kenya match. Kenny Omega match going into the show was a talk and it's definitely been the talk coming out of it and well deserved as well uh, the AEW Dynamite rating numbers came out and Kenny Omega you know we got the biggest biggest quarter of the hour at the end of the show which is something very rare these days um, they were head to head with a lot of basketball and they drew a point three three, which is something that they haven't been able to do in a minute um, the last time they drew anything close to that was the point three four three five when they drew a million but they weren't going against basketball so this is definitely i think people tuning in to see a kenny omega singles match against this mexican myth that is vikingo you know uh, because they all know who the world 
heavyweight champion of all elite wrestling should be, and it should be Kenny Omega. It's in, bro, you ain't got to convince me, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd get into it a bit more extensively, but we've only got 10 minutes, and we finished the Dynamite review, and we've got 10 minutes, which means me and Manny can talk about Nigel McGuinness for a few minutes. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> What about the elite lore? Because the match yeah. ended and hanging. Oh, okay, came. yeah, no, nah, okay. I was, I was getting too excited about Nigel. That is a very, what, very, what, what very you, fair you, point. Is <laughs> you a massive fan? Because we're not. Because listen, like I was, I was like, ready honestly, to dive into Nigel. Why I watch Dynamite is for Hangman Page. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So like, okay. we're not gonna skip okay, over that. No, we're not. We're not. I'm actually happy you reminded me. Um, because I forgot the stuff at the start as well until Manny brought it up. But luckily, we caught it. Okay. Right. Nine minutes. We're going to bang this up. Okay. After the match, um, Omega jumps on the mark after he's literally just beat um, the Kingo and he's just about to say, oh, God, thank you, fans. <laughs> but that pop, the way that he grabbed the mark and we're just like so out of it, just popped me. Um, he's about to start a promo in the Blackpool Combat Club, just jumping. They're kicking the shit out of him. You know, um, they're just beating down on him. And then you see on the Titan Tron, like the ambulance comes back into the arena. Everyone already knows it's Hangman Adam Page. That was that was so. really camp though. Yeah. yeah. That well, really well, did get it. me though. Yeah. Um so yeah, man, the ambulance pull, the ambulance pulls up and obviously Hugh steps out, Hangman Adam Page is back, he's gonna save Kenny Omega. He's got like a wooden pole. No, he's got like a wooden stick with nails in it in his hand, like a two by four. Uh, but it was like it was black. So like when when he first steps out the ambulance, and I just see this long black thing in his hand. I thought he had a rifle, bro. <laughs> I, mean, was, bro I, swear, I was I wasn't even like paying attention because I thought the show was over. I look up and I said, "What the fuck, man? He has a rifle." <laughs> <laughs> I thought Hangman was on some crud, bro. They should let him pull up with a rifle. Just let him go all in. Like he okay. was, he damn near murdered Moxley on pay per view. I, I think I think the construction of this angle having Hangman leave in the ambulance was really well done because it makes the audience think, okay, there's no chance he's coming out later in the show. But me, yeah. just such a long-time watcher of late 90s pro wrestling, I knew that like they're going to maximize the pop by having him show back up on the show. I didn't expect him to come back in the ambulance, but listen, that's like ep- – so I, I, I was super into that. And, and um, I think if there's anything to rating shows, it's that, look, at the end of the day, the elite are who the audience care about the most. And I think it does help a wrestling show when the top A storyline is featured from beginning to middle to end in one cohesive plot thread uh, in a way that kind of le- gives you answers but makes you ask more questions. And so I thought the whole construction of that was really well done. Whew. You got yeah, your man. sentences out. <laughs> he's gonna slowly get his smile back. He's, yeah, he's growing, you know. It's I really didn't take that long if you think about it. It's been like what an yeah. hour? Yeah, it's been an hour. I've been smiling. Good 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 company, good super chat. What did you say? Good, good, good subjects. That's crazy. I said I haven't, I said I haven't smiled in hours. Oh, oh stop it. All right, all right, all right. Like, I'm sorry, because I know this is a wrestling podcast. You don't want to hear me keep talking about religion every two seconds. This is literally a holy month. You're not even supposed to really be like this emotionally attached to wrestling right now. Real. Like mm-hmm. outside of like in a shallow, superficial way. Like in the time that you should be connecting with Allah, you're crying about a white atheist. <laughs> Real. Wait. All right. Okay. 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 I'm okay. sorry. Five, I just had to get that off my chest. 
Yeah. Not <laughs> you grown as hell. Don Callis, um, you will fail. Yeah. Um, Don, okay, so Don. Hang, Hangman makes the save. Uh, he comes down, you know, he clears the ring of the Blackpool Combat Club. And then Don Callis approaches him, and as soon as fucking, as soon as Hangman even looks at him, Don Callis throws himself to the ground. Like, oh my god, Hangman hit me, <laughs> even though he didn't, because he's a piece of shit. Uh, when Kenny Omega realizes, he sees Don Callis on the floor. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck to Kenny Omega? He's like, what the fuck to Hangman? And they go back and forth. So there's still all that tension there, and obviously the building that Don Callis is a shady snake. That's what they're trying to portray. And uh, I just thought it was really well done for a lot of the reasons that um, you be were saying earlier. But uh, yeah, man, that was a uh, that was AW Dynamite. Real. Unless anyone has anything that they desperately want to add, no, we're good. We're good. Okay, Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> Do you want to read the super Monty, chats first, Monty? Before yeah, you we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll end with the super chat. Right I've got I've got like Go two ahead, minutes. No, let, let me just have let me have my moment in the sun with Manny. You know what I mean? Monty, let us have let Monty, us have this one before before you set your Nigel rant. Look, man, I go on Honor Club right now so I can get ready to watch Ring of Honor. The first two videos, Kenta versus Nigel, and then the yeah. other video, Nigel, and I won't say his name versus El Generico and Kenta. You know, I mean, that must be a sign. Yeah, some real, some real graps going on. Nigel McGuinness is the definition of real graps. You know. One of the greatest British wrestlers to ever live. Uh, you could definitely make a case, a case that he is. It's just, a, I think, that Will Ospreay is currently at a level that is, like, insane. But Nigel McGuinness, bro, you know? He, he has the heart to the British people. He has the heart of Manny the Hooper. He headbutts people. He's violent. He's one of the greatest Ring of Honor champions of all time. Possibly the greatest. Uh and he might be coming back, man. You know, he, tweet, he tweeted the other day, we've been waiting for months, bro. We've been waiting for some sort of Nigel update. We hear things, but it's never anything too solid. And, you know, it's just disappointment after disappointment. But Nigel went on Twitter and he said that he's got some exciting news that we're all going to hear about soon. It could be Ring of Honor. It could be some NXT bullshit. It could be fucking progress. It could be anything. But I'm just fired up to see Nigel back in the game again. You don't, um, wait, you don't know what it is? He announced it like 20 minutes ago. It's a magic show that he's doing over WrestleMania weekend. Oh, what? Manny bought it. Manny bit, bro. Come on. No, I'm, Come so, I'm on. dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. Like, it's that's what he announced. Are you Come serious? On. Yeah, like 20 minutes ago. Night, let me, let me see. Rob is messing Come with me. Like, the way Monty it, whole face split up when he wanted to start talking about Nigel and his face now. <laughs> he's doing, he's talking, bro. Okay, Rob's oh, trolling. Rob's trolling. I'm not trolling, my nigga. Yeah, he's doing the crazy. I don't see anything. He no. tweeted it. What are you talking about? Light has licked Monty's eyes. <laughs> he tweeted something oh, about March 30th. He's doing some sort of magic. Uh, illusion <laughs> magic lounge. See, we can't do the beat now. We're ruining it. We're ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my list. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not trolling. I wasn't trolling, bro. Yo, yo, Manny said, yo, he's gonna go to Ring of Honor with Danielson, and I just said, you like magic tricks, nigga. <laughs> he's still coming back. We're, we're still, we're still <laughs> getting this shit off. I can't, I can't do wrist locks no more, but I can make that bunny come out of a hat, nigga. All right, so that's killed. That's killed. 
Santa Monica's right next. I was gonna say Santa Monica's right next to that ROH venue where they're running on Friday. So you know. Oh my god! Yeah, do a magic trick and fix that hair. Listen, bro. Fur, keep that fur oil open. That's what I'm gonna say, bro. Yeah, we, we might not be able. We might not. We might not be able to. Uh, we might not be able to do the beats that we was about to uh, get off. But listen, bro, we'll, we'll find an angle. You know, um, okay. we, li- we, have, we have loads of super chats, so I'm gonna fly through these again. Uh, literally, I'm blasting through them. Uh, appreciate them all. Um, okay, CM five dollars. So, how many boys will Punk versus Tyrus do at the next NWA pay Very spoiled. It's been the theme. Um, Madsen eighty four one eight nine. Why is Mark shooting on Punk in the Frau Mind promo? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Red Raider Dre nine ninety nine. CM Punk, welcome to Burger King. Have it your way. You injury yeah. prone egotistical freak. Also, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the women of WrestleMania. Shout out to the entire brand. Uh, shout out Dre. Um, Young Dende 499, the American Nightman, Ibrahim and Yang in the mud. Chicago feel better, keep himself and that monster dog on the north side. Southeast Shore stay winning. Bill, yeah. um, I will see you at WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> Brainbuster 499, appreciate you. CM Punk of all people complaining about someone not doing the job. job I'm just saying. Don't hey, quite know. That's what happens when you don't get told no your whole life. Uh, don't quite know. Where are you going with that one? But uh, Bushi nine ninety nine Judas in Judas in Judas in my mind. That's just nasty. Uh, J Blood four ninety nine. Appreciate it. Cancel those United Center plans. There's a reason AEW <laughs> has not run Chicago in a while. Um, Ken Wife got big AO is money. He is bro. You're gonna catch him tomorrow money. on Unpurus as well at six pm <laughs> east. Okay, we've got seconds to fly through these. Uh, I'm gonna send them the Austin Gun wrap. Bushi 499, glad to be here, fam. Thank God that Chicago man is gone, and now we can focus on elite law. <laughs> yeah, he's in very. He was gone anyway, bro. Um, Zeta Pure Productions 199, appreciate. Ibu, I pray for your mentions, dog. I pray for them too. Um, they're already hell. To my Tamatoa Pride, Tyler Mfembu, twenty dollars, appreciate. Yeah, I hope I got that name right. Sending twenty dollars. Uh, sending 20 US dollars left over from my Vegas trip to help Ibu get emotional help from, from the punk news. I'm sure Thank he you appreciate it. Um, uh, far, I'm gonna save your comment till last because you deserve it. Um, Darren Walker, five pounds, super chat. Uh, appreciate it. Manta, you got a detailed review of the Keep Saving match? Absolutely not. Um, Brie Woo, 199. It's Jova, it could be. Um, <laughs> Town Spurs, five dollars. Imagine getting spat on and losing oh, to Nave the company. I mean, I mean, Yo. you know, I, mean, I, I don't see it happening, brother. You know, FTR winning those belts. Um, the custodian, Brian Pillman Jr., aka American Okada. Appreciate you always popping in with you, the 199 super chats. Uh, I personally wouldn't let CM Punk pin me either. Me neither. <laughs> Fuck off, bro. <laughs> uh, chemo, $2. Manny, you get tickets to Nigel's magic show yet? Either, oh, bro, fine, me, me and Manny are gonna me and Manny are gonna plan a trip. All right. Brain Buster one ninety nine. Brain Buster one ninety nine. Monty making Ibi work without clearing him. This is true. This is true. Listen, bro. Right. Emotional trauma. It's not enough. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you need broken bones to not get cleared around here, brother. 
the Pro Wrestling Podcast, this is where it all pretty much started again. CM Punk commenting on his posts, as always. Uh, $4.99 <laughs> Super Chat, appreciate it with the ooh Uh Absolutely. Been a wild day. Uh, Far 5222 with the $5. Stop coping, you please. It's just a middle-aged white man with mother problems who brought this upon himself. Sounds ex- Sound excited to talk. Talking he about you. he fried you, nigga. I don't know. He did not fight me. This isn't. This isn't even true. But it is you, bro. Yeah. Ben Shapiro. Ibu, thank you for supporting the struggle of the middle-aged straight white man, victims of the white liberal social justice warriors in AEW. Clear the comment. Ben, I, you know, shut up. I resonate with the white man. You know what I mean? I'll start. I'm stopping this right now. Darren Walker. Omega versus Vikingo was all right. Still behind MJF versus Danielson match. I mean, at the end of the day, they were both yo, absolutely yo, yo, yo. match of the year contenders. Good. So, um, thanks, Darren. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with thinking that match was better than it you is, know. No, there is something wrong with that. There mm. isn't. Rob, stop being a baby. Uh, no. Darren Walker. Five, five pounds. Omega versus Vikingo was all right. But still, he said the same. Thanks for Best sending that twice. We appreciate you. you know? <laughs> uh, Daniel, 199. Shout out. Uh, shout out yourself with the eyes emoji. You know? uh, and then we're going to finish things off with Far being the legend that he always fucking is. Because he's the man. Uh, Far, Far, Triple Two with the $100 super chat. We appreciate you as always, brother. Not going to lie, today's episode feeling like the old Thursday episodes with the big draws, Israel, Big A, and Rob. Yeah, man. Hey! It's true. <laughs> it's factual. What the hell? We helped build this brand. Me, Big A, and Rob. Really? I can't believe we got dunked on about Nigel like that, brother. <laughs> me, and, me and Manny, we, 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 have to, we have to replan, you know, new strategy. What about me? What about oh, you, yeah. nigga? I don't know. Yeah, like, what happened? What about you? Far, far's recounting of history is WWE level. <laughs> um, listen, bro. The fan, the I'm fans. Gonna, cho- listen, bro. The, listen, no, the fan, the fans choose who they want to choose, bro. You know. <laughs> so what, 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 what can you, what can you yeah, say? Yo, you know? yo, Monty. In the video package, they, they, they cropped me out the shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. It's just how it goes now. You know, sometimes, sometimes it goes like that, bro. Far, uh, far trip two again. Uh, ROH in the Respiratory's Discord. Yeah, please yeah. join the Discord. Far is one of our, um, what are they called? Moderators over there. He's always doing streams. He does giveaways and shit, you know, stuff that you don't normally get in wrestling Discords, but we do it because we've got legends like Far who, you know, he's, he's, he's dedicated to the game, brother, you know? Um, we appreciate him very much. One of the best mods about, one of the best super chatters about. Shout out Far, Far Trip 2. Um, shout out AEW Dynamite. I thought it was another good episode. This obviously drew a really good number. Maybe they should think about doing more Kenny Omega singles matches. Um, yeah. Because it clearly works. People Fucking clearly want to watch week. them. Yeah, drop, <laughs> bro, drop, <laughs> drop one next week, bro. Who we got next week? Uh, Kenny versus Joe. Fuck it. Next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cooked. Um, yeah, Joe, Joe also, Joe has an open challenge tonight, so tune in for that. Cheeseburger, it's already been announced, hasn't it? Um, oh, it's already been announced. Oh, never mind. Um, all right, let's get out of here and watch some Ring of Honor because we are we've gone five minutes over. But you know the super chats make it worth it. Um, yeah. We appreciate you always, everyone who's been watching. We appreciate us always. Um, yeah. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Everything. Uh, on pure risk tomorrow, six pm, with Rob, who you see on screen right now. Ao, who you all know and love, and Chris, who you all know and love as well. 
6 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Um, Saturday, nothing going on. Sunday, nothing going on. Monday, obviously, we're back with Recipe's World World with the usual cast. Uh, yesterday, we did a Dynamite preview and talked about AEW and Goldberg. If you want to go watch that, go watch our FTR video. Go watch Israel's Molina video. Um, yeah, man, follow, like, subscribe. Please get those likes up if you're in here because we've drew such a great house. Uh, it would mean something if you could do no. that. Punk's just posted again, and we're going to see you for that discourse on the timeline, because I'm not staying live, because I'm going to Ring of Honor, brother. Uh, All right, man. Um, Please follow. I'm going to... One sec. Let me pull this super chat now so everyone can see our ads. One second. Right. Ads are on screen. <laughs> Everyone's that's on screen now, except for mine and Manny's. Uh, well, mine is actually. Please give us a follow. Follow Resipuris. Hit up the website, etc., etc., etc. Appreciate you all, and we are out of here. <laughs>